Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys. Tonight, I'm hanging out with Colin the Mustache Bernier. Welcome in. Mustache man. Yep. Thank you for pointing that out. I do have a mustache right, sure. right now. Yep. I felt This podcast necessary. is brought to you by Blake's birthday, by the way. Uh, happy birthday, Blake. Yep. Brought to you by Blake's birthday. Um, well, kind of got some news. Well, first of all, I should say we're still wearing our waiters at the moment and waiting through this flood of trades that we had the other day at the trade deadline and uh, the week approaching the trade deadline. It was hard to keep up. Dude, it was. I get something on my phone. It's like, okay, what does this mean? What do I need to do? Like, who can I get? I didn't, I didn't even know where to turn at because it's just like so much information. It's like, you got to process through it all in order to know like what your best move is. And I was waiting like for certain players to get traded. Like Nick Chubb never got traded. I was pretty surprised about that. But uh, Nick Chubb, really? Yeah. I have been in another league and I really, I mean, not Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. My bad. Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt. dude. I was going to say. I, I heard if no. we lost against the Bengals, he was gone. Well, yeah, that's right. They said the reason he, that Kareem Hunt didn't get traded is because we won that game. So. But anyways, so we're working through it, and uh, yeah, me and Colin made our own little trade. I don't think it was had anything to do with the trade deadline in the NFL, but in our own league, it's getting to the point where people are feeling the pressure to make some moves. I know I was. Yeah, and you know what? I'll, I'll say this now. It's like, I don't know if it was – I think it's going to benefit both of us. I think so, too. I don't, I don't think it was like an unfair trade. But I just, you know, looking back, it's like it's tough. I hate that I fucking gave you Saquon. It's so for those of you, who but don't I'm trying know, to win now, you know. Right. For those, we can we can set the uh, table here. So for those who don't know, the other day, me and Colin traded. Colin gave up Saquon, and I gave up Leonard Fournette and Gabe Davis. So Colin is, Wait, and and Gabe Davis was on your bench. Gabe Davis was on my bench, right? I mean, obviously, Fournette was like my number one running back, but uh, I had extra receivers, so was willing to trade one. I mean, Gabe Davis, I think, would start on a I lot of him. people's rosters. Yeah, in my opinion, I love him. I think he's that guy that can give you a win, like one yeah, random sure. week. Just like he'll, he'll go off for he'll 35. win you weeks, one hundred percent. Yeah, for right. sure. Um. Colin is racked by buys this week. And so yep. you were feeling a little bit pressed and you play Matt this week. And, and I just am sick of Matt winning. I Matt. feel the same way. I, I had, I was crippled by buys the week I played Matt as well. And he beat me and I did not want to roll over to him. Obviously I tried hard to get some players in there. He, he just put up a good week, but yeah, you are not looking to roll over. You want to make you made some made this trade like to get some more pieces on your starting. Well, the roster. thing is, I'm not deep. You know, like my receivers are hurt. I got Marquise out. I don't think most teams are deep at this point. Right, everyone's hurt. So I think, you know, building a little depth is going to give me some advantage later. I think yeah. that you got two guys that'll be in your starting lineup. I mean, you can rotate Gabe Davis out if he doesn't. Well, have a Fournette trade. has to be. 
Yeah, I just gave you Saquon. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we had more big moves in our. It's uh, time. League. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what I was saying about trades heating up, I think Tyler. I don't. I don't know if it's just me, but he's been proposing some things. Whoa. I, yeah. So at the same time you sent me that trade, he sent me, I think it was like a receiver mix, but one of the people was Julio Jones. Who did he want from you? I, I, so I think the trade was AJ Dillon and Julio Jones for like, I don't know. He's trying to get rid of AJ Dillon. Two, he's he trying to, right. And he too. just picked up um, Julio Jones and now he dropped him again. Right. Picking up people off that's waivers, what I'm saying. It's like trade them. he's that's smart some, though. He hey, right. Because like you you shit. you hit me at the right time. You know, if, if it was any other time, well, I that's might right. Not have done so it, I actually so keep trying first targeted Tyler with the trade. I heard that. I did uh, that. going for Austin Eckler, which was you know the league's talking. No, you went to Thomas for him, you went to Tyler for CMC. Oh, sure. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I'm getting my guys yeah. mixed up. I literally put out a trade to Everybody with a top running back. Alvin, guy with Alvin Kamara, guy with Derrick Henry, guy with Christian McCaffrey, guy with Saquon, obviously. All the yeah, top I ones. just I'm ready to win now because I right. saw like the projections were like I'm. It's not certain I'm in the playoffs. It's like, am I going to roll over to Matt? At least I have a fighting chance. Yeah, it looks like 50-50 at this point. Well, Matt, if you're listening right now, please disconnect your headphones. But he doesn't have a defense in right now, so. <laughs> Uh, that's gotta be, I think honestly, Matt, I think is past the point of making that type of mistake. I think it's more strategic. He's probably doing it. Just fucking with me. Does he have a defense on his he bench? Well, last time I looked, he didn't, but Tampa was on, I think it was Tampa on by. He was probably planning to stream his defense and just dropped him and picked up a skill player. Wait for the, wait to see what happens and then drop your lowest man and pick up the defense. But. I don't know. Matt is uh, Matt's in a good position. He's got like a ninety nine percent chance to make the playoffs at this point, so he's like kind of sitting pretty. But uh, don't be too content, Matt, because just because your team looks good right now doesn't mean it'll be looking good in like what five you know, weeks when we're going and, into the playoffs. Another thing I think we got to look out for is Tyler, because he's on yes. a freaking heater. Tyler's yeah. Tyler's team he's is on a up. run. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember the last time he lost. He's on him and Matt are on win streaks, big win streaks. We can get into that. We'll get into yeah. Tyler's team. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, we're good. I have one more uh like note leading story type thing. Uh this is not this is uh less about fantasy, more about the brownies. Andrew Barry confirmed that Deshaun Watson is on track to start his first week. Um, that he's eligible to, to start. So that's the plan. Um, me and Thomas or me and Thomas had a discussion and, and me and Ungi had a discussion about what do we do if what we, do you do? Right. If the Browns I mean, win think out, about last week against the Bengals. Right. I guess that's true. I guess right now we are kind of winning out. We're one and oh, you know, moving right. forward. But you look great. What do you do? You keep reset in or do you put in Deshaun Watson, the guy we put on? I mean, it, these next three for? games are going to be. It's three games, right? Before he comes back, he comes back in week twelve. I thought, 
Well, I think right? he's he's available against the Texans, I think. Isn't that week 13? Oh, yes. Yes, it's 12 games, and it's okay. week 13 because we have yeah. the bye. Right. So, right. We, so we would have three games. What is it? Miami, uh, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, and then he's back. We have, a, I think we have one more game. Okay. I may be mistaken, but, um, but yeah, that's promising. Tyler has him on his bench already, but yeah, like oh, I said, scary. more, more just for the Brownies. It's exciting to just like have the prospect of him finally suiting up and starting for us like on a Sunday, that'd be, that'd be this, great. This is like the out. most classic Browns right now. It's like, we have, we, you know, we're kind of down and out. It's like, I don't really care. <laughs> we, we smashed the Bengals. We look amazing. Right. Got our quarterback coming back. We're all ho- hopeful. We'll see. Oh yeah. Yep. We went down. We started high at the beginning of the season. Then we took a huge downhill and now we're on the way back up. We're getting hope again. So what's going to happen? He's going to die in a car crash or something. Yeah, something absolutely terrible that probably he will have like, yeah, nothing to do with football. Because that's the way it happens. Yeah, maybe like uh, getting massages. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Anyways, last week, week eight was was very exciting for fantasy. Um, In our league, there were record numbers put up. Two teams cracked 200. What? Two. Yep. Who was the other? I know you did. Myself and Dylan. Dylan got 202. Okay, Dylan. So Dylan is also on the rise. Yes. Um, The highest scoring matchup of the week was myself versus Ungi. We had 376 points between the two of us. I did see the top this week felt like everyone was scoring. Everyone except the two Toms. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if your name's Tom, <laughs> fantasy not football is not. Fantasy. Yeah. Sure. Uh, best individual performance was me. I had 217 points. And I could not believe it. That was insane. And now you got Saquon. You know, I'm going to regret this. If you win. Well. Well, I don't know what to say. I'm but happy I, gotta I got to take care Saquon. of myself. I gotta I'm happy I got Saquon. I'm very Good nervous. I still think Leonard Fournette could actually end up being. Leonard Fournette looks like he could survive like in the Everglades barehanded, like killing alligators. And (laughs) Saquon looks like he could like tear his Achilles coming out of like his nail appointment. So great. Better watch out. Thanks. Thanks. Just look at him. Yeah. Um, The worst individual performance of the week was Thomas with 92 points. I had a buy. So I, yeah, you faced Thomas and you had a buy this week. And we were laughing about that before the game. Um, I more than doubled Thomas's score. That is insane. I beat him twice. Weird. Like, and if you look at it, it's just kind of crazy. Like if you look at the rosters, it's kind of shocking. I mean, you can There's tell Thomas's much... roster is. Yeah, down I know, there. but like doubling. The thing is, you don't realize it. You if have you have whole... like three guys that do incredible, yeah, you're gonna win. Right. Like it doesn't really matter what the rest of your roster does. Well, I don't know, Luke. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because remember, was it like last week of the week? Joe Burrow had like 50 Joe Burrow points was the only week. guy on his team that scored. And he had like right. 40 something points. Right. So if you have one other guy do that, but I had three guys this week that, well, two guys that cracked 
40 points and one guy that had 37 points. And like, obviously those are extreme examples of like having a great week. Right. And all of them on the same team. That's over a hundred points between three guys. Like that's crazy. But um, let's look at the top 12 players for the week. Number one this week was Alvin Kumara with 44 points. Derek Henry right behind him with 43 points. Christian McCaffrey right behind him with 42 and a half points. Then my three guys, A.J. Brown, Tony Pollard, Deonta Foreman. That's fucked. A.J. Brown guys. had 41. Tony Pollard had 40. Deonta Foreman had 37. Jesus. Then Ungi had DeAndre Hopkins with 35 points. Then Tua with 35 points. I don't think Mike started Tua this week. Tyree Kill right after that with 33. Jalen Waddle right after that with 32. So Tua and his receivers uh, cracked the top 12. Actually, they they round out the top 10 because there's only Jalen Hurts and DJ Moore left in the top 12. So both of which had 32 points. I might have to start talking to Mike. He's got two loaded quarterbacks. Well, I've been telling Mike all season that he needs to to sell off one of his quarterbacks. Yeah, it's, yeah. Especially literally, if he gets past a bye. It's like, dude, his, you could get right. like, studs. His two best players are his quarterbacks, and one of those two guys need, has to be on the bench every single week. So yeah. you might as well sell him and get some value while the value is high. Like Tua, he had a really high value at the beginning of the season, then he got hurt, and he was worth nothing. Now he's back up. So sell him or sell Lamar. The thing is, Tua, just with his two receivers, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, every single week, Tua is going to have a high floor just, yeah. just by passes. Alone. But I get I get what he – I mean, it's kind of scary. Like, you got two studs, and it's like, wonder if someone gets hurt or Yeah, but he's getting to the happened. point right now. Where you – that's what I was at. You need like, to make like, the move. I need to, ma- I need to, to try. I need to win now. To get into the playoffs. I'm not building, right. Like, he's like – at the beginning of the season, I can understand having both of them and like waiting, you know, biding your time, baiting people with trade offers and stuff. But now it's like, dude, you're to the point where you got to make this move. Otherwise, two is going to be on your bench the whole playoffs and he's going to be a wasted position. I mean, it wouldn't be wasted if Lamar gets hurt or something, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, who, yeah, who knows? I, I, I see. Know. I know what you mean, because I mean, that's the mode I'm in. That's what I'm that's how I would be thinking about it. I would be pissed off if Tua was on my bench getting 30-something points each week. I'd rather sell him and get two pieces that's going to equal that 30 points and that I can start each week. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Um, all right. Let's take a look at the box scores. We can start with mine and Ungi's. Um, Ungi lost 158 to 217. Obviously, he had a great game. And I had a freakishly good game. That I, sucks. Yeah, I mean, like one fifth. Like he had a hell of a week. Right. Okay. We'll we'll look at Ungi's first. Aaron Rodgers, sixteen points. That's about average for him. Nick Chubb, thirty points. Hell of a game. He decided to start Raheem Blackshear. Most of you guys probably don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Carolina's running back. 
probably the third or fourth string running back for Carolina. He had he had minus one point for most of the matchup and got a couple yards at the end of the game to go positive point three. What why did he do that? Did he have someone on by? He had Clyde Edwards Alaire on by and no other running backs available. So he probably just snagged him, threw him in. Yep. Damn, uh, dude. Imagine he had a running back playing. Like that would have been Right. He had an incredible game and he had, he would like, have had like zero basically. One eighty. Yeah. He had Amon Ross St. Brown who had thirteen points underperformed, but that's a strong piece to have on your team. Garrett Wilson finally had a good game, nineteen points. Mike Evans with twenty. Then DeAndre Hopkins. This is one of my Ungi was brilliant uh, drafting DeAndre Hopkins and storing him on his bench. Thirty-five points from DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he's a stud. He's like commanding yeah. their offense in Arizona. And it's funny too, like when you see someone do something like that, it's like you freaking idiot. Like he's out. Right. It's, it's like, dude, it's a whole he's long suspended season. for like the first right. eight weeks. Right. Boom. Now he's. You think Ungi knew that when he drafted him? Well, I mean, he knew he was coming back. No. But, okay. So you think he knew he was suspended when he? Yeah. Him? Oh yeah, he knew he was suspended. Okay. I mean, he drafted him and like further down if he wasn't okay. suspended he would have been like begun like first or second right, round right around right. yeah um he had the falcons who had 12 points and justin tucker nine points and then he left the ravens defense on the bench they had 17 not only five points better than the falcons so not much else he could have done and no. honestly i mean, I mean that's a, a great week. score i mean I, yeah. w- I would be happy with one those, those are the losses that suck ass right right um, looking at mine, Geno Smith had 21 points. Leonard Fournette had 15 points. Tony Pollard had 40 points. With Zeke out, he balled out. Although, you know what? He did you, you know that he's never had more than 14 rush attempts in a game, college or pros? What's Zeke? No. What? That's yep. a crazy stat. In this game, that he had 40 points and three touchdowns, 40 fantasy points, three touchdowns. He had 14 carries. That's it. I mean, he had pass catches, but only 14 carries out of the backfield. And that's what he averages with Zeke in there, too. Like, that's what his – that's hmm. what he gets when Zeke's in there, too. So, it's not like – So, it's just like – yeah. It's not like he fell I mean, off, you're gonna he got add... all the goal line carries. Now you're that's why have... he got those touchdowns. Okay. All right. But, oh, Jesus, dude. For A.J. Brown? Yep. Then I had Justin Jefferson, 15, then – AJ Brown three touchdowns in the first half. Christ, he had his best game of his career in the NFL, and it was all in the first half. He didn't even play second half. AJ Brown wow. forty-one points. Raheem Mostert nine points. Loser. Deonta Foreman. Yeah, that was the only. Well, yeah, yeah, your team sucks, kicker. dude. Deonta Foreman. I was really debating playing him over one of my two receivers. Yeah. Ended up making a smart decision he had 37 points he had the whole backfield to himself three touchdowns for him but i almost picked him up like just added him and then i watched some stupid ass video on the app like oh get chuba yeah and then i saw someone else got him maybe it was blake i think chuba might be out this week and i might play foreman again well i mean look at it yeah i would um eagles defense had 27 points that's incredible and then graham gano at eight points it's a bum I picked him up. Did you? No, he's on bye, I thought. Yeah, 
It's called Big Brain, Nick. It's Whoa, called, called Colin stashing the called, kicker. Yeah, wow. It's called planning. Kickers are more important than you think. Um, my bench was pretty boring, but I will call attention down to Justin Fields. 28 points on my bench for Justin Fields. I think we should call attention to Gabe Davis with five, and I just traded. Gabe Davis had five points this week. However, he did have a very tough matchup. Yes, I was going to say this was – the reason I didn't play him is because this is, was – on paper, his toughest matchup of the season. Right. So, and and any of my receivers right now could get five points, but they could not get forty points. Right. Right. Gabe Davis has potential to literally get thirty or forty points. Yeah. So, that's that matchup. Very long-winded, but a lot of action going on there. Let's take a look at the next one: Dylan versus Mike. Um, Dylan won 205 to Mike's 149. I would like to say hell yeah to Dylan. So 205, again, dude. Yeah, okay. Dylan cracked the 200 mark. First time on the season, anybody's cracked it, and it was two people in the same week. So that's pretty crazy. And again, Mike had 100 good basically game, 50 dude. points. Yeah, it's incredible. the same thing. Like this week was scoring, I guess. I don't know. So let's take a look at Mike's score. Lamar, 24 points. That's good. Jonathan Taylor, six points. Not good. He is very worrisome this yeah. year. And moving forward, I tried to trade for him. Mike declined, and I am happy I didn't get him. Yeah, I wonder what the uh, league buzz is. About, you know, on, on, on our trade. I on feel like trade? you offered the same trade to everyone. I did. Right. I mean, I don't right. know. Someone's got to make moves. Uh, I yeah, that sucks, any buzz about that it. Sucks. I mean, imagine he's an absolute stud number one overall still, pick. Right. And he still scored 150 points and right. he only had six. So I mean, there's a chance that he gets healthy and just has a great end of the season. And that could obviously mm-hmm. help Mike. Moving win. down the list, though, Stevenson, that is the opposite. It's like, I Hell do yeah. not expect that. Ramondre Stevenson, balling. running back for New England. Even with the, they're like, other guy, Harris. I don't even know. Harris. It's like the second stringer back. Ramondre just commanding the backfield. Stud. 22 points last week. Yeah, he's a stud. He's really good. He's like in the top 10 yep. running backs on the season for fantasy. Mike's got T. Higgins, 14 points. Chris Godwin, 13 points. Tyler Boyd, 12 points. Uh, Tyler Algier, 18 points. Bills defense, 14 Holy shit, Nick Folk, 21 points? That's insane. What the fuck? That's his kicker, 21 points. That's an insane score for the kicker. I think Mike could win the league. He, he has. Yeah, he's got a lot of good pieces. Right, but he has so much trade value with those quarterbacks. Dude, okay, that's what I was going to do is look at his bench. So he's got Broncos defense with 15 points. I don't know why. Bill's. Bill's- Bill's already had buy, so he doesn't yeah, need So Broncos I don't know why he'd be holding Broncos, although they're a valuable defense, I would say. Maybe they are matchup wise. Yeah, honestly. I mean, I would, I try to trade a defense. People are holding on to defenses now, I think, because right. I don't see a lot of activity. Like some of these top defenses streaming. are worth it. Right. I mean, I would definitely consider trading for one. Like a New England bye week. I'm but like, Mike, oh, Mike had two on his bench with 35 points on his bench. I know we already talked about it, but it's like, that has got to be so frustrating to see that on your bench. 
And it's like, there's nothing you can do. How can you start him over Lamar? I don't know. I think Lamar has the higher ceiling in general, but to, yeah. uh, I think he, I think he can put up a bigger game, bigger games more consistently than Tua can. But I think that Tua with his receivers, maybe, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they right. passed. I, I think that's probably what Mike's thinking is like, dude, both these guys are good, but who yeah, fucking maybe, knows? Like, maybe that's Tua an, just came back from being brain dead, you know? Maybe I'm stuck like in the beginning of the season thinking like when we drafted these players yeah. I, i'm just thinking like if i if i had mike's roster right now it's kind of hard to dump someone because you don't really know and it's like you don't want right. to make the wrong choice you, but you, well, you can't go wrong with two or lamar so it's like get, can, you get can. the best deal you can dude he, he just went through two of being hurt right i mean that's like a freak accident but we're gotta, talking about injuries yeah. aside i mean you're yeah. gonna of course you got to consider that but can't who well, is going to throw so many more touchdowns? Lamar will run, and he'll right. get rushing touchdowns. But I would say, right, yeah, a, a bad two a game. Yeah, okay. I would say like just the ability to throw to these guys that can run after the catch makes Tua's floor, yeah, in my I opinion, higher. But Lamar's ceiling, I think, is higher. Like he could just fucking have incredible games. But all of his weapons are gone. Well, that's another reason why I did the trade with you because Bateman's out and Bateman's it's like out. we don't really know. So I have no receivers. So it's like I just need someone to throw in there. Right. Yeah. Whoever has Duvernay or whatever his name is. Yeah, someone has him. Okay. Um, let's take a take a look at Dylan's team. He's got Jalen Hurts, twenty seven points. Dalvin Cook, thirty points. Aaron Jones, twenty four points. Jalen Waddle, thirty two points. Amari Cooper, 23 points. DJ Moore, 31 points. Zach Ertz, 13. Commander's defense, 15. And he got one point from his kicker. Oh. So if dude, his kicker had a decent game, he, yeah, that's, this he is, had This is what I'm ex we've game. been expecting from Dylan, though. Right. Like, now that I, I've always been looking at his Aaron lineup. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think Waddle's like the best freaking receiver, dude. He's Waddle. So good. He's coming online, but AJ jo or Aaron Jones coming online. Then finally starting to feed him the ball, and then DJ Moore. If DJ to Moore Baker, can actually dude. start playing well, then his right. team will be in unstoppable. Dude, imagine hypothetically, we're hoping the Browns. You know, Watson goes good. Amari Cooper, I think, is better than anything the oh, Browns yeah. have had. I, he's better than Jarvis. He's better. That's than, true. Oh right. fuck! I didn't even think about that. Right. So like if if that goes to plan, he's uh, better than Odell. He's an absolute stud. Do you see that last game? Yes, he is a stud. He hasn't lost. His, he hasn't lost a step or skipped a beat since he left Dallas. Yeah, he's so good, dude. So that could be a huge thing if that is very. It's the very Browns, cool. so he could also get Kyle start Pitts on points. his bench, nineteen points. Antonio Gibson on his bench, twenty-one points. Who's that? The Washington? Washington running back. Oh, yeah. I dropped McKissick. Um, yeah. Because he Gibson's been getting all the fucking touches, dude. Yeah. So I have Brian Robinson. But Antonio Gibson's just earning the backfield back. So he's got some pieces. He's got a good starting lineup. He's got some pretty good pieces on the bench there. Dude, this is going to be an interesting finish to the year because right now, like, there's teams that are down. There's teams we haven't been talking about. We got to take a look at standings because there's no guarantee that Dylan gets in the playoffs here or like Mike. I know. Right. That's why I'm like in the win now mentality. Right. All right. Let's move to the next one. Matt versus Lucas. 
Matt had a great game, 165. Lucas had a decent game, 115. <laughs> Wait, who who are we killing now? Murder, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Lucas, Lucas <laughs> has the worst luck, dude. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Cooks is going through some shit right now. He didn't get traded from the from the Texans and now he's pissed. <laughs> he's not practicing. Yeah, Luke should just week. keep it as used to get, getting fucked. I mean, literally, the worst possible derailed. luck. Mark Andrews is hurt right now. He was injured this week. He only had six points on the day. Joe Burrow had 15 points. He started James Robinson, who had two points. Brandon Cooks had 11. Romeo Dobbs had 16. Josh Reynolds had three. Colts defense had seven. Tyler Bass had 10. So, Did like, talk about not Henry? great. No, but then I was going to say, then Derrick yeah. Henry, 40 boom, boom. points. Yeah. Luke has, like, 40-point guys yes, on his team, dude. but still gets be crushed so because the rest of his off. team sucks. That, Luke, I feel for you, buddy. You're just that's I will say this. Well, Keenan Allen is a hyper disappointment this season. So that he's worse than disappointment. Oh yeah. Big time. It's unforgivable. Chase Edmonds getting traded to Denver could be interesting for Chase Edmonds. I think he might be the best running back that Denver has now. Right. And dude, that fucks me. Yeah, a little bit fucks you. But Luke, that's a positive. I mean, Maybe not this week. He won't be in there, but I think that he's going to get some touches and he catches the ball out of the backfield. So, so yeah, that could be a positive moving forward. TJ Hawkinson getting traded to Minnesota. Big move. Okay, I think um, Minnesota's quarterback, Kirk Cousins, is much better than um, Detroit's quarterback. So I think that's good for Hawkinson. And then Naheem Hines got traded to Buffalo. Again, pass catching running back out of the backfield. Buffalo's been looking for, yep. for a pass catcher to play on third downs. I am excited about Naheem Hines. I know he's not like I I, I did like player search him. Like who the fuck yeah. has him? Yeah, when I heard I that. for him as well. And I was like, God damn, Luke. So that's Luke's the thing got, though, it's like he's he's got building blocks, but we're talking playoffs here. Right. You know? Right. He's got some people. I mean, this Luke is doing the best he can. It's literally right. the worst luck of anybody just, this year like Luke hang in there but but I'm saying like Naheem Hines is an exciting person you just had him on your bench and now he got traded right I mean so trades are electric you know dude, you he's on like a, a now, guy yeah now he's know. on he's the excited. best offense in the league right so just that alone makes him somewhat valuable so um let's take a look at Matt's team he had Tom Brady with 20 points Alvin Kamara 44 points. Josh Jacobs, only eight. That's not great for him. He's been having an amazing season. Um, Terry McLaurin, 18. Tyler Lockett, 14. Michael Carter, 10. Devin DuVernay, 16. I think moving forward, DuVernay will be pretty valuable because he's like the only pass catcher they have there in Baltimore. 49ers had 17 points and Young Ho Koo, 14. That's a great performance by the kicker. Camara, man. Camara went off, carries his team. But, I mean, solid performance. And how nice is it? Like, oh, my quarterback's on. I'll just throw in Tom Brady. Right. Again, Matt, I think I've already talked to Matt about it. He's going to shop Tom Brady. And I might be interested in that, Matt, because I've been decimated at quarterback all year. I haven't had. Just, I will say this. Obviously, you got to do what's best for your team. It sucks trading with matt knowing he's like well same with you dude i knew i knew full well what i was no but i mean like at least me and you like 
I mean, it does. I understand. Yeah, it does. It sucks like trading with someone. I mean, your team looks good right now. It's like, but I'm trying to get in the fucking playoffs here. And I and I was going to hey. roll over to Matt and I was going to be out for a while. That's what I mean. Like, it sucks knowing that Matt is where he is. And so anybody who wants to trade him or it's trade with him, I mean, Matt. yeah, you're only going to help yep. Matt. It sucks. But um, that's it's kind of a double edged sword because like he wants to trade to get himself in position where he's right feels comfortable for the end of season but nobody wants to trade with them because he's already at the top you know what i mean so yeah but at the same time if that gives someone a chance that's true that's true it's worth you know like if someone's on the cusp it's like dude fucking trade who cares if he wins at least you'll put yourself in a right you know, position to compete right all right let's take a look at the next one shuey versus tyler this was a this was a really good matchup Shuey lost 145 to Tyler's 177. And like you were saying, Tyler is on the rise. He's on had a big win streak. A roll. And I think yeah. one of those trade those stupid ass trades that he's been sending out, like eventually it's gonna hit with someone. Here's gotta, the thing. Yeah. He's desperate to trade AJ Dillon because he had you can't play AJ Dillon. You literally cannot right. play him in your starting lineup. He's a bum this year. Right. But the, th- the thing is, dude, someone eventually is going to come to the point where it's like, this is important. And it's like, AJ Dillon, though, AJ Dillon, he is a valuable handcuff because if Aaron yeah. Jones were to go down, AJ Dillon is going to have a huge workload that it's going to be worth, even if he's not a great running back or isn't super productive. Yeah. The workload by itself is going to be worth having him in the starting lineup. And it just isn't like that right now. So he's a handcuff at best. So when you're trying to trade him as a flex player, no one's going right. to take that. I mean, and, and, but yeah, but flip it over. Like, look at Shuey's team. He has Najee on there. And I think that is like one of the most disappointing. Ooh, so big time. Yep. You know, like it just, like I would have picked him so early. I, I would have thought he would have been. He was one amazing, of, I think he was a first rounder or top of the second round. And yeah, very Which he should have been. Right. Yeah. Pittsburgh's in shambles. So let's run through it. Shuey had Dak Prescott, 27 points. Najee Harris, 12 points. Damian Pierce, 15 points. Tyree Kill, 33. Chris Olave, 10. George Kittle, 12. Kenneth Walker, 14. Saints defense, 19. And Daniel Carlson with a big fat zero. That's not great. Goose egg. They, uh, they got shut out in that game. Vegas did it. Wow. Dude, one positive thing for Shuey, uh, I saw that trade. Who Who's the uh, Pittsburgh receiver that got traded? Claypool. Yeah, yeah. so he's got Stone Pickens down there, and Pickens is a stud. So He's got I mean, Pickens Pittsburgh. and Deontay Johnson, so it's going right. to be a boost for both of them, in my right. opinion. I mean, but it, that's going to be Also, tough. Jeff Wilson Always. got traded to Miami. He's got Jeff Wilson on his bench. Fuck, dude. And now, Mostert, if Mostert gets hurt, Wilson's going to be starting running back there in Miami. So that's. I mean, but just a solid week, though, for sure. I mean, you got to be yeah, happy not a bad 145 points, you know? Right. I mean, he had a zero on the board and he still had a great week. So. Right. That's, that was a. Consi- I mean, Tyreek Hill, you know, as usual, went off. But right. Other than that, pretty consistent. Dak went off Tyreek a little is bit. Valuable piece, dude. Valuable. So let's look at Tyler. He had Andy Dalton start with 19 points. Christian McCaffrey, 42 points. Travis Etienne on the rise, 30 points. CeeDee Lamb, 18 points. Devonta Smith, 7. Surprising. 
surprising with the way Eagles the Eagles did this week. Jamal Williams, 23. He is worth having. Who the fuck having. is that, dude? Fuck That's that. Detroit's backup. I know. That sucks. That's like why you would keep A.J. Dillon around. Right. For the exact reason. Jamal Williams is getting all these touches because Swift is, you know, banged up and not getting his full workload. How about Andy Dalton, though? 19 points. Like, I thought I did something big there when I picked up, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, back Jameis. Oh, uh, <laughs> Danny Dimes. Yeah, Danny Dimes. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I really did something. And then Tyler, he gets like five points. And Right. Andy Dalton was a good play. Yeah. Good job. Uh, he had Donovan Peoples Jones, 12 points. Titans defense, 19. Greg Joseph with four. So, I mean, yeah. Shit great kicker week. week. Yep. Shit kicker. Four and zero. And Not look great. at those point totals. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, good week for both of them. And Kelsey was on bye, dude. Right. He had Kelsey and Herbert on bye and Harrison Buckner on bye. So, Jamal Williams, do you think that's where he would have filled in Kelsey? Probably. That's where he's been playing. Which is interesting. Well, or maybe Peoples-Jones, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, you're right. But, yeah. He's got a good squad moving forward. Good squad. It's really good. And he can't – I mean, he's, he's on a tear. All right, we're going to jump over to Tom Roth versus Blake. Blake beat Tom Roth 118 to 99. So not great weeks from either of them, but enough to get the job done for Blake. Those Collins. are the wins you want. Right. Tom Roth is having a hard time cracking 100 points. It's rough for him. He is. I, I know he's I in top. I don't get it, dude. Experience. Yeah, but like, think about the beginning of the year. It, it was like multiple weeks where the computer still had him at number one. Like, what happened? Yeah. I don't know. Joe Mixon is underperforming. I know that. Uh, Devontae Adams, I mean, not playing well. At least didn't play well this week. Cam Akers was supposed to be one of his starting running backs. Yeah, and he's like, I don't even want to fucking play. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he's on waivers, dude. No, Tom Roth has... Oh, did he drop him? Yeah. Wow. Might be worth looking at. Yeah, maybe no one should listen to that. So, okay. (laughs) So, let's run down... (laughs) He he doesn't want to play, so... No, Cam... I'm not confident Cam Akers will play for the Rams. He might not play another... No. So let's run down through. So Tom had Kyler Murray with 29 points, carried his team. Joe Mixon with 13 points. David Montgomery with nine points. Uh, Drake London with seven. Christian Kirk with seven. Huh? Drake London. Drake London. Yeah, he's a rookie for Atlanta. Okay. He should be good, but Atlanta sucks. So. Devontae Adams had one point. That is ultimately. That's crazy, dude. Tom, maybe Tom's just been getting kind of fucked the whole year, you know? There are teams that are getting bad luck. And Tom is one of them. It has to be. It's like Tom, I feel Thomas, and Lucas. Because, you know, three. the draft day, we're like, Tom, where are you? And every right. time we're kind of been like, oh, Tom's not going to be good. But he's probably been getting fucked and we're not talking about it. Yes. He has been getting unlucky. He doesn't have much depth on his bench, which doesn't help him. He had Adam Thielen with 12 points, Panthers defense with eight points, and 11 points from Chase McLaughlin. So that's good. That's nice. 
25 points from Kirk Cousins on his bench. I know he's looking at shopping one of his two quarterbacks. He needs. Which, I mean, dude. He needs to fill some places well, I mean, in. Some, I don't know else. if people are as desperate as I am for quarterback. Like, I'm playing Mariota this week, but I think Tom, Tom has enough people to make moves. People would you know. trade for Cousins. You know what I mean? Right. It, well, it'd have to involve something else. Well, oh, maybe, sure, sure. But I just mean like no. Cousins is worth having on your roster is what I mean. Right. So like if someone's desperate, he could even do a one-for-one or good receiver on a guy's bench or something. Right. All right, let's take a look at Blake's team. Josh Allen leading the way, but only 19 points this week. Swift had 14. Uh, Devin Singletary had 10. Cortland Sutton with two. Not good. Paris Campbell with nine. Stephon Diggs with 24. Allen Robinson, 10 points. Okay. Double digits for him. Cowboys defense with 17. And Ryan Suckup with 10. So pretty, not bad. I think me and Blake should have a uh, meeting, like a stress meeting about the Cowboys. Because he has Cortland Sutton. He might be the only one that, or I mean the uh, Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. He might be the only one that feels my pain. And I forgot to mention you you changed your name to Rocky Mountain Rebuild. I like yeah, that. It's like I have no one that I started with. I know. I was looking at that today too. I only have like four guys on my roster that I drafted. I mean everyone's rebuilding, but right. you know, it's still like Blake left Cleo Herbert on the bench and he had 17 points. I would have left him on the bench. Other than that, a bunch of zeros. Who who do you start him over? Maybe Put one up, put Stefan Diggs or Allen Robinson. Yeah, so in the he had flex. Michael Thomas out. I don't know if I would have started Paris Campbell. But that's really, just, I mean, Paris Campbell's like their number three receiver, and they just put in a rookie quarterback on a not so great offense. Yeah, I don't think I would have started him. I, you cut out there. Did I? You said Paris Campbell. Yeah, I wouldn't have played him. He's like the number three wide receiver on a not so good offense that just put in a first year quarterback. Like yeah, you're gonna like, throw it yeah, but you're gonna throw a running back at Flex. I mean, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean he was projected I don't six, know seven points, but Cleo Herbert's taking over the backfield. Yeah, but also I just Chicago. feel like I have a mental block where it's like where I'm in the flex I mean I would position. prefer to put a, a wide receiver in right. but I'm just saying over do I trust Paris Campbell? No, I don't. I mean, he didn't have Do you very trust many. Khalil Herbert. No, I guess right. not. But it's, a, it's a coin toss. It is a coin toss. Yeah. So that's Blake's team. He's got a lot of injuries and buys and stuff he's dealing with. But yeah. uh, he's got a solid team, and it's his birthday. Right. Yeah, we can't shit on him too hard. Yeah. Blake, your team looks amazing. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, buddy. Maybe we will trade you some good players to put on your team for your birthday, birthday trade. All right. Moving to the last matchup, Thomas versus Colin. Colin, had a pretty good week, 149. I did. I mean, that's that's good. I would not even say pretty good. That's just good. Thomas had a not good week. He was 92 points, the lowest on the week. So that is he about had, the trend. He had Eckler and Debo out. Yeah, that's going to hurt him big time. Uh, and Zeke. And, and Zeke, dude. And, and he, he didn't – I don't know why he didn't start Metcalf. Well, I think Metcalf was questionable up until 
Oh, you're right. He he did say that. Yep. But I mean, that's brutal. So Thomas's team. He started starts Matthew Stafford at quarterback. 18 points. I am shocked. He is still starting Matthew Stafford. I think I no. I feel it, dude. We we draft. I drafted Russell, and it's like I know. But you don't even have Russell on your. You dropped him. Yeah, but. like outside of a trade or like other moves, it's like I know. I picked up both of my quarterbacks yeah. off of off. I don't of. even know who I I have Mariota and uh who I just picked up. I picked I up I Gino see, off of waivers and I picked up um Justin Fields off of waivers. Yeah, but you get attached. It's like he'll turn it around, you know. I I agree. Yeah. It's just tough. Like the Rams, you don't think in your head like Oh, they're a bad team. They're a bad offense. He's not a good right. quarterback. You think they're a good team. They should be a good offense. Like Matthew Stafford will figure it out. They right. won the Super Bowl last year. It'll it'll hit him eventually where he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm getting rid of him. I'm doing moves. Yep. He had to start Kareem Hunt, who had a decent game with 12 points. Melvin Gordon, 15 points. Chase Claypool, 13. Kareem Hunt? Yeah, a little surprising. Seemed like he had I, more I action than that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Chase Claypool, 13. Curtis Samuel, 11. Taysom Hill, 9. Zero from Elijah Moore. Which he probably started because he wasn't sure about DK. Right. Um, Buccaneers defense had 5. Brett Maher had 7. Yeah. Not a superb week. No one cracked 20. Not a recipe for a win. Yeah, but I see someone uh, down on the bottom there on the bench, Gus. Gus Bus. Gus Bus. I don't know. Healthy? I think he is healthy. The thing that worries me is they just have so many things going on. Their pass game is terrible, and so teams are going to load up the box to stop the run, which includes Lamar. And their backfield is like three guys that get time. Yeah. So it's like hard to pin down who's going to be good on what week. But um yeah, your team looking very good right now. You started Daniel Jones who did not do great. He had 9 points. Yeah, it's like I, apparently I think what I'm learning is that just don't pick up a quarterback cuz they're going to suck ass. Let's <laughs> yeah. just not start anyone. Don't start any quarterbacks. Yep. Yeah, that seems like a good strategy. Um, Daniel Jones, nine points. I mean, he, he was like a very streamable quarterback this week. He should have been right now. Now I got him and Marcus. You know what, Nick? I got fucking half your team. Didn't you used to have Marcus? Yeah. yeah I'm going to take over. I'm going to win the league with your players, buddy. <laughs> so Colin started Saquon. He had 17 miles Sanders, 14 Cooper cup, 23 Jerry Judy, 18. He's starting to come online. Over there in Denver. I, I mean, I hope so, but I think what this trade is going to do for me is I have so much depth, and I think I'm, I'm going to be able to make a move because once Marquise trade. Brown comes back, right. Yeah, it sucks Marquise Brown got, got hurt for you. What's his name? The uh, I don't I, I still don't know how to say it. Ayuk or whatever. He's been yeah. coming alive too. Yep. Although with Christian McCaffrey there, right. I'd be interesting to see so, how it plays out a little bit more because – I think he may be I'm losing counting touches. 
I think but the, so. But the offense as a whole is better. So more likely to score points just in a better offense. Um, he had 20 points this week. Jacoby Myers, 21 points. He is good. He's Dude, good. He's I, finally scoring touchdowns this year. I last minute put him in over Bateman because Bateman was not ruled out. Yeah, that was a good and, play. And he had some like bad games to start off. And then all of a sudden, Bateman got zero. So that's like. Yep, that was smart. Patriots defense, 14 points. And Jason Myers, 11 points. So that's good. You left Rondell Moore on the bench with 23 points. I think Rondell Moore right. might start being much more relevant and definitely flex worthy on your on your Marquise team. Brown's out, but who didn't they get someone who who came back? That's well, I remember they they something. got a, they traded with Carolina for Robbie Anderson, who I thought might have played a role here, but doesn't seem to be playing a big role. Yeah. And then so you know what? DeAndre Hopkins receivers going forward. Let's fucking talk because I'm stacked. Yeah, you are kind of stacked up. Because now I got your boy, Gabe. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have a good team. But I just don't have studs. I just have guys that's like... Yeah, I mean, one Cooper week. Cup is a stud. That, okay, Cooper Cup, you're right. Okay. Yeah. I'll admit. Miles Sanders is going to have 100 points this week, by the way. Miles Sanders. Yeah, he's due. He was like one of the best players early in the season. It's not like he's bad, but in the teens, I mean, that's good and consistent and everything, you know? Hopefully he can flash and have some big games towards the end here for you. All right, enough about my team. Okay. Um, normally here, we take a look at the pod picks, but uh, we didn't have pod picks from last week. I, I actually did do my own personal pod picks, and I'm 100%. I got them all right. Did you? I yeah, I did. Because I wrote mine down too, but yeah. I didn't read them off. Of course, there's no mm-hmm. proof, but I also got 100% correct this week. Interesting. Hmm. So incredible that we, yeah. the one week we didn't record, we both got 100% and, right. Yeah. New Orleans boy, did he send them in? New Orleans boy, yeah, he did, and he got none right. Yeah, 0%. interesting. Yep. Yeah. Probably the jet lag. Definitely the jet lag. Sure. Sure. Um, all right. I want to take a look at the standings because now it's starting to get a little spicy. Yeah, and it, that's what kind of was fucking with me why I made the trade with you because yes, the project the projections are starting to eat away at me. So we'll start at the top. Matt is seven and one. Um, he has a ninety nine percent chance of, according to the computer, ninety nine percent chance to make the playoffs. Tyler is at number two. He's Six and two, and he has a 95% chance to make the playoffs. After that, we have a three way tie for third with myself, Colin, and Dylan. And we are all three, five, and three right now. I think I'm the worst team of that bunch prior to the trade. Hmm. I, I just think it's hard to say. And it could be right. week to week. Like, you're dealing with buys and stuff, so... Well, buys and injuries. Right, and injuries. Dylan's so, looking hot. You're looking hot. There is, like, a difference in the playoff percentage. I'm 88, Dylan's 83, and you're 73. So it sees something. Right. I don't know. Well, I wonder if this... Definitely is looking at this changes. coming week. Yeah, but does 
because I like I saw on like the trade. I'm I'm wondering how the final standing projections work. Do you think it changed after they did. like moves make? When we made our trade, they yeah. changed immediately. But, uh, did I go down? You went down and I went up. Okay, that's fine. I was projected six, and now I'm projected two. After our trade, what what was I? You were, I think you were like four, and now you're projected eight. All right, that's good. Hey, you know what? Bulletin board material. I'm gonna yeah. get my guys in the fucking room and say Nick is not winning. This but I like, team. like, like, I, like we were saying, when you look at these teams and you can see, you can look at the breakdown of everybody's roster and see how they acquired these players, whether it's draft, free agency, or trade. Mm-hmm. And I only have four players on my team right now that are acquired. I don't trust draft. these projections anyway. And if you win the league, you know how there's like battered women shelters. I'm going to check into a battered what? fantasy guy shelter. Because I what? Fan, I traded Nick the W. I was like, where are you going with this? Battered woman shelter? Yeah, battered fantasy trader. Dude, we're, we still have the same record right now. And it's going to work out. If anything, me trading away Leonard Fournette this week is getting me closer to... Like, I was supposed to beat Blake... The projections, anyways, were saying I was going to be play candidly. Now it's 50 50. Okay. So I've like, I've like lessened my odds to win this week, but probably helped my odds in the long run. And I, I think I have, at, you know, also, but it's not reflecting it. But you're like, you're like playing more for this week right now. I, you Which, know what? I was looking at it and it's like, I want to fucking beat Matt so bad. But I think it's like, okay, if you do beat Matt, you obviously are one game closer to, to like the first place record, and Matt is then one game like closer to the rest of the pack. You know what I mean? Like you're right. you're helping yourself by beating Matt. If you were if you were selling out to win against somebody who's ranked below you, I would say I'm not. Say, I'm selling. I'm score. selling out to uh, get wins now. That's what I mean. Like you're like, selling I'm out like, to I'm beat Matt building this a week. team. I'm I'm selling out to beat to win next Everybody. week. Right, yeah. right. I, I just mean like you're not giving up this week against Matt, which right. is good. Like the right. whole league should appreciate that. And well, I'm not, and I don't think it's bad for you. I think it's good for you because well, you, yeah, obviously you do because you traded with me. I mean, trade aside, like the fact if uh, you were to beat Matt this week, right. it's good for your standings. Yes. It's good for the whole league standings, yes. but. Like we're talking about getting yourself in a position to make the playoffs and yeah. by bringing down the number one rank a, a notch and boosting yourself up right. one notch that's you get the boys in the locker room after that yeah oh, I'm talking to my your guys. whole team's gonna be rallying around you took down matt the what is his name the matt peaceful. the peaceful it's yeah. like matt you're not peaceful you have been committing mass murder out here Ooh. ordering everyone colin no. do you have a self-proclaimed nickname for yourself i don't I think everybody should get their self-proclaimed nickname. <laughs> Excuse me. We should start referring to people by their fantasy nicknames. Matt the Peaceful. I don't, I don't know what my name would be. I'm Luke, Nick, the, Luke I'm Nick, Nick the Commish. Yeah, yeah, right. And and uh, Luke's, uh, I don't know. Bad luck Luke. Luke yeah. Luke, no, yeah, I get No off. luck or luckless Luke or something <laughs> like luckless that. Luckless Luke, yep. <laughs> no luck Luke. Yeah, we um, yeah we got options. All right, so what, what were we doing? Pro- so we were talking about yeah. So 
me, you, and Dylan are tied for third place. Um, right behind us, there's a tie for the next position between Blake and Ungi, and they're both at four and four. Damn, dude. You know, the, I think we're at a crazy point in the we are. year because it's like every single team you just said, it's like I, I'm thinking about them. I'm like, dude, they're fucking good. They're good. Like yeah. everyone's fucking good. And okay, so then after the four and fours, then there's two teams at three and five, Mike and Chewy. And I don't want to play either of them either. Well, and the thing is, if you like Mike, Mike has a lot of firepower right now. And if you look at Chewy, Remember how fucked he was at the beginning of the year? Yes. He's, he's done, like, I feel like he did what I'm trying to do right now. Like, right. he got his team fucking back on track. Right. I agree. So that's commendable. It doesn't feel like they're three and five teams. No, dude. And their points they're putting up? Yes. Like, I don't want to play it, either. It's though. like, if you if you get to the playoff bracket, the, the winners, how many teams are there? Six in the Six. top? Six, right. right. If you get up there, I think any of those six teams that make it there are going to have a shot. Yep. Yes. Um. So yeah, they're both at three and five, and they're ranked eight and nine respectively. And then we're gonna drop down to the final three teams: ten, eleven, twelve, and they're all ranked two and six. I'm sorry, their records are all two and six. So that's Lucas, Thomas, and Tom Roth. Um, Luke got fucked. Tom, Tom Roth. They're just I don't know. I don't know. Not happened. that these mean much i mean i don't know what how much stock we can put into them but thomas and tom both have a three percent chance to make the playoffs so um, you're saying there's a chance so you're saying there's a chance lucas has a seven percent chance to make the playoffs so lucas you're still in this thing bud the other thing i want to i want to discuss real quick and this is a good place to do it when I was sending out these trade offers, I was trying to entice Thomas to trade me Eckler. Yeah. And I was, and like, you know, I can respect that he doesn't want to trade him. I can, I get that. But I was trying to remind him that at this point in the season, and, and we just talked about his 3% chance to make the playoffs, right. he's got to consider how Not he's going to, how he's going to set up to play. Yeah. The three rounds of the playoffs in the losers bracket. Like, yeah, I understand. Eckler, like, imagine him and he's drafted all these guys. He's picked up all these guys, and it's like Eckler is the man. Right. right. It's like I get that. He he almost wants to shop like other people, but Eckler could be involved in like some blockbuster because now we're getting to the point in the season where it's like someone like Thomas or Luke or Tom can give up a stud for like consistency right. for well, like, like three I don't, five or something you know again Leonard Fournette and Gabe Davis they would both be on they would both start for Thomas's team now he's got guys that are hurt and stuff that may come back and have a chance to play over him but like it's not like he's getting players that are depth players I mean he was gonna he could play these guys yeah and it's, I, it's I a mean, matter of know. like do you think that I, Eckler I will be worth it, more than them you basically offered the same trade to other people and they didn't take it. And I'm wondering why. Well, I, I get Tyler. Because, Tyler, you know, Christian McCaffrey. Got I think, a stud to, right. Right. I think Christian McCaffrey is probably worth the most in terms of. And I was thinking about it. I remember last year it was at uh friend, I think. 
at your house and I made a trade with Luke and it was okay. so it would have been right around this time and I ended up winning. I just think that it just depends like you have all these guys on by and you're hard pressed for this week and if you were going to roll if you were going to con concede this week to Matt then maybe you would have thought different or like well, if you had pieces that you were comfortable with moving forward like I don't know. I don't. And I, I think Gabe Davis is going to be my, my one of my starters for at least a, key, a couple of weeks. Right. Like Marquise Brown comes back. Okay. You might want to. You know, the other thing is, I think people there. get scared. Like I was, I'm happy we made this trade, but I'm still nervous well, when, when that I made the wrong choice. Trade, dude, when you get proposed a trade, it's like, especially like, you know what you're doing. You're like, you look this shit up. It's like, all right, what? Why does you he know, want why, this guy? Why would I accept this? Right. right. What am I getting? Like, and you look at it and it's like, oh, I, originally I was like, I'm not going to fucking do it. You're, you're trading me a bench player and a worse running back. Right. But then I was looking at my team. I'm like, this is going to help me for a couple of weeks. So. And that's what I mean. Sometimes you just got to explain like, yeah, Gabe Davis is on my bench because I have a ton of receivers, startable receivers on my team. Yeah. And it's like, I, I so almost that didn't make do the trade because I, I thought it was going to help you too much. But then I was thinking about it. It's like, I got to look out for myself. Well, that's the thing. Now I'm nervous. Like receivers are, there's not like a ton of like amazing receivers. And I had like, you know, dude, I, I think I could see us the whole league just, you know, cause there, there's so much right now. I think we could really start getting into a bunch of fucking trades. And, and you never – you don't want to say it, but, like, injuries can happen any week to any guy, right. and you could change things. Like, we're at know. the season, it's like fucking win or make moves to prepare to not lose. Right. So that's what – yeah, getting back to – I was telling Thomas, like, just consider, you know, you could sell him for maybe even three pieces if you needed, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know, dude. When it, I just think – it's a natural instinct to get a trade proposed to you and you're thinking, well, you're fucking me. Right. Well, I think that's, yeah, that's only natural. You want to do your due diligence. Right. And sometimes, sometimes I'll send a trade and it's like, fuck it. I mean, more so you can say is right. no. I think that's what Tyler's been shopping around too. And yeah. it's like, why not? Because eventually it's going to hit. Right. Someone's going to need someone. You never know the way sense. someone else values a player and you never know a way someone right. else is thinking with, if they have buys or injuries. And I love Gabe Davis, dude. I do. Me too. I didn't want to get. He's. Oh, he's a, you love him. No. He's one I of the. I like him more. Okay. He's on the best offense in the league. That's what I'm saying. He's connected and to the best quarterback. I think he's going to change. If I have him in there, I can get a win that I don't deserve one week. I think Luckily, that's true. With a 40, you know. And like when you look at it, a lot of times when you're proposing trades, it says like it's pretty even. Like, but you got to think at outside of the projections i think yeah i mean like for net when i when averages I'm, four less points than saquon and the, and they're valuing him like and a i was lot thinking like than saquon, yeah right, right which right. is like then i'm like, starting to think like okay i'm, I'm giving up too much for him like right. what else can i get well but okay i'll ask that's you this. the thing yeah. I'll ask you this. If I came back to you with like a proposal and try to get one of your guys, I don't know who, would you have even considered anything? Like if you're saying like, like Saquon what for I got three players instead of Saquon yeah. for two. Yeah. Like if I threw like fields in there or something. Oh, no way. Yeah. Not right, fields. 
maybe like I don't th- I don't think there's anything that made sense, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. You got to kind of do some addition and like put the right players in. Some teams you don't some teams don't have players you would even want to throw in on a trade like that. I just like the aspect of trading. It's like if my team is not going to win the championship, yeah. I might as well do some shit. I mean, my the way my roster is constructed right now is equal parts draft, trade, and free agency. Can we look at the um can you look on your computer at who's made the most moves now? Because there's been yeah. a lot of activity. Okay. And I think Tyler's got to be up there. I saw even I'm pretty sure I saw Ungi in there making a move. Ungi did Okay, so yeah. me and Tyler are tied for the most moves with 27 each. Matt is right behind us with 23, then Blake with 21, then Lucas with 20, then you, Colin with 14. Then Thomas with nine, Mike and Shuey with eight, Tom Roth with seven, Ungi with three, and Dylan with two. You know, I'm the one I'm most surprised on that is uh, Shuey. You would think he's made more, but no, he made right. so moves he, he early in the season. Just, and then hell right, on. and he he rebuilt and he's rolling. Yep, good for him. I, I mean, in some of those, it's like Luke being hurt. It's like desperation moves, and then there's others where it's like. Well, like I'll moves. say, me at the beginning of the season was desperation moves. Like, yeah, yeah some of them were like that. adding and dropping a guy in the same day, like adding somebody and then I drop him for someone else in the same day. Like, right. Like, and, and, Tyler, kind of- and Tyler has like moves where he's picking up like Julio Jones to try to throw him into a trade package. Right. right. Shit like that. And I mean, we are in a system where our waivers it resets each week. Right. And so you're not at a disadvantage if you. Add and I, and I like that. I like encouraging the activity. It's more fun. Now, if we were in like something where you kept the, the order until you used it, like Thomas was suggesting earlier in the season, then your number one, like um, waiver priority is worth more potentially than like you know what i can i can see the the benefit to that though because then it's like if you really need it and and you just hold off it's like hypothetically you could go out and get that any on any given week you can get the best guy off waivers if you wait um and then there's there's not that many people coming about right it's different and then there's um fab which is like the fantasy budget and I, dude, that's too much. It's comp. It's more complex. It's like, I, I don't even have time to look at my team. I right think now. with the way our league is, we wouldn't do that. If anything, we would do what Thomas suggested, and you keep your waiver priority through the whole year. Yeah, I feel like that the money one is like if we're retired and we're just looking at fantasy. You're like way more into it, right? Because you're spending like a percent of money, like each like, time you claim I somebody. I can't yeah. do that right now. So. Um, that's our rankings and records and stuff. You want me to hit the final projections or do we even care about that? Did we do that? No. I mean, so I'm going to do a little different today. I'm going to go down and just say like where everybody started in the season and where they're at now. Okay. So Mike coming out of the draft 
was projected to finish number one. He's currently projected to finish number eight. Which that that I thought I was eight. You are seven. So you changed. Since we were talking, I bet you the computer listened to me. (laughs) Tom Roth was projected to be number two right after the draft, and he's currently projected ten. Um, so not great. It's a fall from grace for Tom. Yeah, but I feel like I mean ten, you know, positive. Not last. Right, not last. Blake was Tom in a while. Me either. He's out of town. He's in. I know. I know. Um, Blake was projected three coming out of the draft and he is now projected five. That's good. Yeah. I mean, especially if for you having stick a terrible with, beginning like of the year. It, that means you drafted pretty good. Yeah. And he, remember he was getting fucked with all those big scores. Yep. Colin, you were projected four coming out of the draft and you're currently projected seven. That's fine, dude. I have a whole new team coming to life. Oh shit. What did I do? Um, I was projected five coming out of the draft, and I'm currently projected two. Uh, we're going to drug test you. <laughs> PDs. Yep. Dylan was projected six coming out of the draft, and he's currently projected four. See, and that's the thing. Like, we were talking so heavy about Dylan for a while there, and we kind of just forgot. And it's like, Dylan's fucking good. But the other thing is, I don't necessarily think this doesn't. This isn't ranking you like after the playoffs because like in order to finish four, you got to make the playoffs and Dylan doesn't have the best odds to make the playoffs right now. Right. Yeah. But my odds are at like 70 something and I'm projected eighth. Right. So that doesn't make sense to me. Right. I don't get how it works. And like, or no, you said I'm seven now. Right. Seven. So, I mean, it's a little bit hard to understand exactly what they mean. Right. So I'm not looking at that. No. Yeah. Uh, Shuey was projected seven coming out of the draft. He's now projected nine. Tyler was projected eight coming out of the draft. He's now projected three. Okay, That's Tyler. Good. Thomas was projected nine coming out of the draft. He's now projected 12. It's not great. You know, I would be, if I was Thomas, I'd be so pissed off because last year he had, I, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, the highest point. Yep, scored 12 and two. Best doesn't record. win. Yep. Comes back feeling good. And yeah, that's really bad. Um, Lucas was projected to finish 10 coming out of the draft and now is projected 11th. And then we got a couple big ones down here. So Matt coming out of the draft was projected to finish 11th and now he's projected to finish number one. Yeah, I would like to test him too. He's I got, think, he's think, definitely got, I think PDs. you and Matt need to be, you know, in the in lab corp. What about Tuesday. Tyler? Tyler, you know what? I'm what? not drug testing him yet. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's some bullshit. Yeah. Nope. Okay, Ungi was projected 12 coming out of the draft, and now he's projected six. So good for Ungi. Everybody, including the computer, did not like Ungi's draft, and he's proving everybody, including the yeah. computer, wrong. I remember almost chuckling to myself when we were at your house. Some of oh, the yeah. drafts he was doing, and now it's like, fucking smart, Ungi. Right. So there's What was that. the move he made? Well, he we traded, me and him. No, but remember we were talking about it, like the only move he had made was a trade? 
Oh yeah, he he dropped somebody. Here, let me see if I get So he's 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 in it. Ungi added Isaiah Pacheco and dropped Raheem Blackshear. Blackshear. Black the that guy that we were back? laughing at. Yeah, the backup oh, yeah. for Carolina. Yeah. That okay. his other move was adding Raheem Blackshear last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ungi. So not great. And on the board. Oh uh, yeah. So that's kind of where we're at after last week. And I, like I said, things are starting to get pretty spicy. Matt and Tyler are both on a six game win streak. Crazy. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Tyler's on six games. Yep. Tyler and Matt. I knew he was winning, but weeks. I did not. Know. Okay. Tyler drug test. Tyler went Oh, and two and then went six and zero oh after that. Fuck you, Tyler. You know what? I'm drug testing the top three right now. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not me. Matt, your commissioner, dude, your subject. Guess who has the most points for? Let me guess. Your boy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Currently have the most points for. Um, yeah. Okay. Anything else? Any I other think so? Hey, do we have Thursday night football tonight? We do. Eagles are playing Texans. Oh, sorry. I brought that up. I just got a notification. Miles Sanders scored a rushing touchdown. Watch out, Matt. You're dead. Oh, God. A.J. Brown, one reception for nine yards. Dude, I'm Matt, I love you, but I want to beat you so bad. Dude, you got a good, you got a good shot at it. Right. Should at least I gave game. myself a chance. Uh, nothing else, I don't think. Are you having an friend? We can do this off the pod. You cut it, but yes, I am going to have Friendsgiving. I believe we are. Um, Invitations have not been sent out yet, but that's that's positive. Me me and my party planning coordinator Kelly, Kelly, Mm -hmm. we are beginning to plan right now. Okay, and we got Matt's uh, baby thing on Sunday. Matt's baby shower on Sunday. Yes, it's very exciting. Probably see you guys all there. Blake's birthday this weekend. You know, it's and like, Browns by this weekend. Right. So we can have just a wonderful weekend without having to worry about the Browns. Right. It's kind of, you know, it's sick when it's like, oh, thank God. You know, thank God. About it. Yeah. It'll be just a nice, yeah, relaxing, like, stress free. To get all pissed off. Hey, guess what? We can't even lose this weekend. Isn't right. that great? Right. Browns have no chance of this. You know what we're going to do? We're going to lose to Miami. We're going to go in. We're going to fucking stomp Buffalo. And we're going to be like, oh, my God. We're so good. We're going to bring Tampa Bay into Cleveland, and they're going to fucking beat our ass. That's Dude, it'd be, be sick if we – That would be the Browns. We we got a tough schedule. It'd be sick if we could play with some of these good teams. We can do. That's the Browns, though. That's what we do. Uh, we'll see. All right. I don't we shall see. This is about right. Nick. All right. For – Colin Bernier, I'm Nick Humphreys. We are signing off. Thanks for joining us. Peace.